Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is still Thursday, uh, February 11th, 2021. We're here with Ted Coffin with the Detroit News. He is guest hosting today, filling in for Ethan. I'm Detroit sports writer Nolan Bianchi. We've got a great show for you guys today. It's always a real hoot when uh, Ted comes on the show. Lots of laughs, real laid back, real chill. Um, honestly, we talk a little bit more hockey. We talk some football. We talk a little bit of everything. That's kind of just how it goes when uh, Ted comes on the show. But nevertheless, it was still a great time. I'm excited for you guys to hear part two. Uh, and I am I truly believe that we everything will be sorted out by tonight and that we will uh, we'll be able to record a post-game episode for you guys. So uh, enjoy the episode with Ted. And we'll see you guys back here tomorrow for that post-game. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Yeah, I, I definitely don't disagree with that. Like you said, um, they have not looked good this year. And I and I wonder how that's going. It, it's interesting because you're like, well, you look at the schedule. You're like, have they gotten through a tough part of their schedule? It, you're trying to like grade, at least I am, like the type of schedule they've played so far. Like what was the projection of playing two games against Dallas, four games against Florida, you know, whatever, whatever it was compared right. to how it actually finished. And I think even in a best case scenario, what do they win? Two more games, three more games than they have so far. And then that makes them like yeah. six and seven or something like that, or whatever it is like they're, they don't look good. They've lost a lot of games, but like the ceiling for what it could have been is probably not much higher than it already is. And, uh, that's actually something that people should take solace in because that means they can kind of get there. It's like very much still within reach when you look at the circumstances that they've gone through uh, and then how they performed when completely healthy or they don't have five guys on the COVID list or whatever it may be. Speaking of COVID, so what do you think about this season up to this point about what you expected or what, I mean, you got guys, going on that list almost every night teams are getting wiped out. I mean, I guess we knew it was going to be difficult, but I didn't think it would go down like it has so far to this point. It's like, man, this, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they might stagger to the finish line. I don't know. I was expecting it to be somewhat on par with baseball, but it is a lot, lot, Worse. It's been a lot worse, man. No, I mean, those I first couple I, weeks of baseball were bad, but it seemed like they found a rhythm there. And I don't think there was a ton of cancellations there at the end of the season or anything. I mean, they did a pretty good job at all in all, it seemed like. Yeah, These, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I didn't expect it to be this bad. I didn't expect, like, yeah, there you go. There you five go. guys. And the thing that makes it weird, right, is you're like, oh, it wasn't even this bad in football. Like, so-and-so, he only had to miss a game, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the thing that makes it weird, right, is uh, the, the close contact, the fact that they are not telling people – 
I mean, and they don't absolutely don't have to disclose this, obviously, but like, you don't know whether a player has tested positive or whether he's just right. in contact. So like, it's all this, it's so, so ambiguous for how long guys are going to be out, what it means long-term. Like I was reading something like you can literally track the, the virus from Carolina to Detroit to, you know, uh, I can't remember, or to Columbus or whatever it was like. It was kind of wild. Yeah. You know, like, I, so I guess I didn't expect it to uh, spread that quickly. And quite frankly, I hope the season doesn't get compromised in any way. You know, I mean, it's starting to look like, wow, maybe it could somehow. I mean, I hope it doesn't. I mean, I, I don't know. I hope there's not a ton more cancellations, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I agree. And I think it's, and I'm, I do, I'm not optimistic about that because it has, it, it I don't think so. I am either. Yeah. But uh, who knows? Like maybe once the you know March comes around and it's a little bit nicer outside and there's not actual cold and flu stuff going on. Sure uh, seems like baseball is ready to go full bore. Yeah, yeah, they're I mean, back. I'm, I'm, gonna they'll, be they'll mess it up. They'll mess it up. But they are. They do seem right now <laughs> like that seems to be the plan. It's Rob Manfred right there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I'm glad they're going to go for it. I think they can do it. I mean, they showed last year they could do it, I guess, to a certain extent or whatever. I mean, man, 162 games. I mean, go for it. I hope it works out. I mean, I want to see it. I mean, it gives us something else to watch, but. Well, that's a pretty ambitious, I don't really uh, get the point of doing that unless like you just want to keep things intact for the sake of records and yeah things like that because then that's too you then you then have I mean if you play 60 again you basically just played two seasons that aren't even three-fourths of a regular season so how does that work like that that kind of sucks for guys but also I mean like you can't make public health and safety decisions based on baseball records possibly. <laughs> being affected now, i've zoned out on the nba like for the last seven or ten days they're having the same problems though aren't they it seems like they're there's there's on the on the tv guide it seems like there's a lot of cancellations too and stuff you know what i i want to say that and this actually might be a reason for optimism for the nhl i want to say things got real bad there for a second and okay. like guys were coming out every night and being like, why are we even playing? Like, uh, you know, it, it was not good, but I want to say like things have gotten a little bit better, but then by the same token, okay. they got their all-star game scheduled and nobody wants to go. to that. Why are they doing that? I have no, it's money obviously, but, and you know that, uh, I don't, I don't see, see any that purpose of that whatsoever. I really don't. Yeah. Who cares? And especially in this sort of season when you're only playing, you know, X number of games. I mean, I I was flabbergasted when I saw that. I couldn't believe it. And it doesn't seem like the boy, I mean, it doesn't seem like any of the guys are all that happy about it either. No, I mean, like LeBron came out and I'm they they might cancel it, but they were probably if they do, they were probably waiting for like a couple of weeks to go by after LeBron said that. So that didn't make it look like he was the one who made the decision. But he came out publicly and he was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. 
Uh, I'll go if I'm being forced to, but I really, I saw that interview. Yeah. I saw that. Good for him. Like that's, that's awesome. Like, I don't know. In a, in a year where everything seems to be, this is, it's just such a unnecessary risk that I think we haven't really seen since COVID started like a, a, you know, recreational (laughs) risk. I guess, in a sense. Mm. Just unnecessary, really. And it's not like anybody's clamoring for an All-Star game, so. Yeah, I don't uh, even think anybody even yeah, cares please. about the All-Star game. Like, the dunk no. <laughs> cool in years. Now the football season is over, and sports betting is finally legal in Michigan. I bet you're asking to yourself, where can I get in on the action? And boy, do I have a solution for you. It's Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. You like The Bachelor? You want to bet on uh, who's going to win? Go for it. Uh, you can do all of that. They got real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Think that, uh, you know, Lenny Kravitz is going to win a Grammy this year? Go ahead and place a little wager on it. You can win yourself a little money. Bet Online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best place, best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and that'll give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you sign up at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. There's an old man sitting next to me, making love to his tonic and gin. February is Black History Month, and the Lockdown Podcast Network is honoring all the challenges and successes of black men and women in sports with a new series called Lockdown Presents, More Than the Game. Don't miss this week's episode featuring Candace Cooper of Lockdown Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Lockdown Women's Basketball, discussing the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. There's a new episode coming next week, so go ahead and subscribe to the Lockdown Presents podcast feed on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. We haven't even said one word about Jeff Blaschel. I feel like the heat is on now more than ever. Oh, I don't know, Nolan. I mean, they're going to wait till the end of the year to evaluate. I mean, from the fan base. What I talked about it with one of my buddies here recently. I mean, seriously, I mean, what are you going to do? What's what's the purpose of if you are going to ask them, why are you going to ask them now? I mean, it's going to be it's a 56 game season. Um. It's going to be done before we know it. I don't think the expectations were sky high anyways. Just wait until the end of the season. Do your little evaluation and make a point there. I mean, if they're, if they're not an improved team, then, yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. I didn't have a contract for next season either. So yeah. It's not. I mean, and there, there is still time end. for I don't think there's going to be too many NHL coaches getting canned here during this regular season. I really don't. No, I would uh, I would assume not. Um, I mean, that makes sense. And I think, like, there is still time for them to, like, show that they are a better team improvement. than last year. Remember, yeah. Eisenman's big thing was he wants to see improvement. Yeah. yeah. He made that very clear. It's interesting how it's just like I'm it's the one. Sure. I'm not sure they've made dramatic improvement yet. But then again, I mean, they've had five guys caught the yeah. Rona. So it's like, you know. 
that's not a fair thing for Blashley either. I mean, you know, I don't think Scotty Bowman, like, like last season, I don't think Scotty Bowman was going to be able to turn this lineup <laughs> into a Stanley Cup contender a month ago. So, Were you know, shocked when he uh, sat Manta on Sunday? I thought that was a good message. That was a plus for him, actually, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I think so. That's and pretty I'm easy. Pretty easy to decipher who the most disappointing player this first quarter of the season has been for the Wings. Yeah. I didn't expect this. I kind of thought bigger things from him. I really did this season. Especially after signing that contract. Right. Not being able to play a lot down the stretch last year. And then, like, as good of a season as he was having, so many things, I think, contributed to that. And I think, in a way, he was kind of not set up to fail, but, like, uh, I don't know. He he's just big. Things look worse when it's him versus when it's somebody else, you know, not moving their feet. I thought he's looked better. I thought he looked good last night against the Panthers. Uh his moments, yeah. His moments. And for all intents and purposes, turn around completely. You do kind of wonder this offseason. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you got you got it if if just knowing Iserman a little bit. I can't see this. Yeah, I can't. I can't see Mantha totally endearing himself to Mister Eiserman with this sort of season. So, yeah, I could definitely see him be a trade piece for sure. Something that makes that a little more interesting too is the fact that he had he will have three years left at a really good price. Uh, yeah, on that contract. So that's not like. Oh, somebody no, wanted to for go that price, you kind of hope in a 30-goal scorer or something like that. For sure, so, for sure. But there's yeah. a chance that he comes – he still comes close to it. And, like, he had, what, three goals in a row or three goals in three games? Uh, He's got Montreal Canadiens written all over him. I Does that mean – I just can't I, – I can't deal with the Canadiens fans having the satisfaction of that because they – they think they're just entitled to all, all of the, except a guy like that. I mean, I mean, I, he, with that pressure in Montreal, I mean, I don't know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, that that's work. probably that not a situation. You well. would, yeah. Would even do well. in. I don't know. I, 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 we have yet to see like a real groundbreaking Iserman move yet. And I, I, Guess I haven't thought about that before, but he is kind of due in a lot of ways. He's got a lot of draft picks, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> He's got a yeah. lot of draft picks. What do you make about the idea of pushing the draft back a year and doing them like you know what? No, at first draft. I was like, what the heck are they thinking? But then when you think about it for a few minutes, it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. None of these junior leagues are really playing at all. Yeah. So it's kind of silly to even think about drafting these kids because they haven't played a game. And um, then the, the leagues that have been playing. The sense in the world. Just, you can't really get I mean, none of these guys, like, what? how many first-rounders play in the NHL the following season? This isn't like the NFL. I mean, yeah. like, what's this year? I think Lafreniere is the only person who's playing and not Still doing slow. it, incidentally. And Stuttle. So yeah, those are the only two guys. That's the only two. Yeah. So it's not like it's that big of a deal, really. Yeah. I hope you know what it makes a lot of sense. I could see why. Yeah, I mean, 
you're not, there's not, this is a big deal for these teams. They should have the benefit of watching these kids play on a nightly basis. So I'm pretty sure we'll probably see it get pushed back X number of months. I mean, maybe a whole year, who knows, but even if they do that, I think it'd be great theater that month when it finally happens you got back-to-back drafts like that yeah and think about like they could they could really market that pretty good oh yeah yeah well they probably wouldn't because it's the nhl but they could Uh, (laughs) i think that also makes like trades and stuff like like draft capital before the draft a lot more interesting makes it really interesting yeah it really does because like if you got if you got a guy you want next week but it's going to take one of the draft picks for the draft this week to get that pick. Like, I don't know. It's just going to be, it's going to be the wild, wild West, frankly. Hey, a totally different vein, but you, I want to touch on all this stuff before Stafford Goff. Wow. That was, yes. I didn't expect that big of a haul. That was pretty impressive. And you know what? I do have this. I have an idea. I have a sense that this could benefit both teams. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Effort should do very well out there if he, as long as he's healthy. I would, I 100% agree. And I also like people are talking about uh, Jared Goff, like he's a throwaway, like, oh, they had to give the extra pick to get Jared Goff off the he was number one overall pick, man. He was he a number one a overall Bowl. pick. He took a team to a Super uh, Bowl. He's 26 years old. And your new offensive coordinator just coached the rookie of the year or presumed presumed rookie of the year. And Justin Herbert, like, I, I think that like you're looking at a situation where offensively they might not drop off at all because the things that they were doing under Daryl Bevel were so, mundane and uh you know whatever it may be there was just the, i had a the whole map sorry it's not so much daryl bevel that i had a problem with it was like his whole f- working philosophy with matt patricia that matt patricia no doubt like put him in like parameters of sorts and i think that affected his play calling a lot and really really hampered the off or the ceiling of the offense and when a defense can't stop anybody like you're literally just setting yourself up to lose games yeah so i think the defense needs a lot of work but when you look offensively like they're going to be a team that wins four or five games next year because they they got know, a tough schedule man do you see their schedule i mean they i got did some, see that i did see that they got the afc got some tough teams man anytime you got to play all of the afc east uh that's never gonna be, never gonna be fun. No, no. And really, a lot of time next year, uh, I'm gonna try to make sure that that Sunday is completely clear when they play the Rams. That's gonna be must see television. Hopefully, early in the season, that would be really cool. That would be really cool. I was hoping that they were gonna uh, come here, or I obviously knew that they weren't. But like when I heard that, they- what would the reaction be? What a, oh, what would, the, would what the reaction have been? It would be Ben Wallace coming back with the Bulls. Well, maybe not the Bulls. Let me think of somebody better. It would be like Justin Verlander coming back. Like when he came back and he it was just standing ovation after standing ovation after standing ovation. 
Although only 13,000 people in the stands because the Jets and the Lions were playing next door on Monday Night Football. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Oh, man. You know what's funny? I was thinking back to... Uh, he deserved much more than that, man. Oh, way much more. Because uh, my son was there the night JD came back. And I guess I, I, I we were out of town, so I didn't really know. But I guess, yeah, my son said that JD got like a standing ovation practically. I mean, if it's JD Martinez, I mean, Verlander deserves like five oh, yeah. that. I mean, I don't know. That was... I think Stafford, yeah, I th- I, it would have been a very positive reaction. There's no question about it. Very positive. And you know what? I'm fine with it. He's, I, I'm fine with it. Uh, I was, be- I've always kind of basically pro Stafford. I think he's. It's disappointing he didn't gotten the playoff victories, but uh, I don't know. He's, he carries. I like, I like the way he carried himself here. I really did. He was the uh, if you could if if you could mock up a prototype of a Detroit athlete, I think he's it. That's good, honestly. Yeah. Has your car broken down within the last year? Have you found yourself emptying your savings account just for a quick fix on a car that probably isn't going to last you all that long, all that much longer? Well, then look no further than RockAuto.com. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online for twenty years we've had them as a sponsor forever i have used them uh since long before they were ever uh, a sponsor on this show they truly are the best prices in auto parts and i really learned the value of this site when uh i was in college and my car would consistently break down i didn't have any money to uh take it into the shop so my dad would just be like hey go here find the you know part that you need and then We'll take care of it together. And a lot of it, honestly, guys, it's really easy. You can be, you can become a DIY guide. Not only is it like a cool thing, you know, you can talk, uh, you can tell your friends, be like, yeah, I can't hang out today. I'm working on the car. You know, like that's, that's a legitimate uh, credibility right there that gets added to you. And rockauto.com can help you do that because they've got unbelievably low prices at their website. You'll never pay more than an actual professional mechanic. And that's the bottom line. That's the one thing. Uh, that keeps me coming back time and time again. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And when you get there, just write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. They've got amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Last guy to play in this period. Uh, all right, well, we have been going for a quite a long time. Can you give us a, a, a real... Uh, a quick summary of what to expect from this Nashville series, uh, I guess, from either perspective. Man, Nolan, I don't know. I will say. I know we said they should really get three out, three or four points out of it, but I can't see them getting more than two. It's probably a split, don't you think? I mean, yeah. Although they seem to do well against Nashville. I know they've won a couple of, I think they've won down there the last couple of years, actually, for what it's worth. Yeah. But, uh, man, that Nashville lineup, though, is decimated right now, and they're not scoring goals either. It's like I said before, but, I mean, they should get at least three points, but it's not like they 
<laughs> it's not like they bleed and you know uh you can optimistically say they're gonna do that or no something. they haven't done it yet <laughs> no no uh, yeah tell All you right. what they're home for a long time essentially the rest of the month i think once they get back here let me ask so, you this then i don't know to close they, it out. i'm not saying they're going to turn around their season but no no but do you think that has a good chance to make some hay then i suppose to a certain extent do you think that that's had an effect like playing the road games like i'm sure that's i, I record wise pretty it's, crazy i mean you would here. think that'd be more even or whatever but I've seen a couple of places where I guess the home team is really kicking ass. I mean, yeah. it's kind of yeah. surprising. I mean, it's not like, obviously, there's thousands of screaming fans in the stands or anything like that. Yeah. I'm sure just a mental drain of being on the road in a pandemic. Like, just you feel less loose and things like that, I'm sure. I tell you, buddy, you could, I guess you're covering for me Monday night, right? Yeah. It is a weird atmosphere you're gonna see it's really weird oh i'm sure where am i sitting uh you're gonna you're up in the press box oh they, they're not putting everybody in so bring a bring your third there's no food there's no food all right uh bring your thermal underwear bring your parka yep it's cold up there now man it is even real. colder yeah it is yeah. or at least it was heading into this road trip there was some rumors they were going to try to fix it, but man, it's been cold. That's here. that sucks. I probably will like bring slash wear gloves. I usually do. Like I have like the yeah. nice like Adidas running gloves. Uh, I, I wear those. Do it. There. Do it. You know, people it's, don't realize what we have to go through, Ted. I'm just saying it's it's look it's not digging ditches, but it is cold up there. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's just, especially yeah. right now. It is. It really is. That's funny. I was wondering if they were putting people in suites because that's what they were doing for. Uh, that was the talk games. early on, but they, then they, for whatever reason, they decided against that. I liked it. Like the sight line. Box, as usual. Yeah. Yeah. And hockey's nice because it's good to be able to see over top. But like covering it from the third level at the Lions game instead of the seventh level was pretty big difference. And I kind of liked it. So, but interesting. All right. Good to know. Anything else uh, that I should know before I head over there? Pack a lunch, like we said. There's no food, no snacks, no drinks. Hmm. Bring Tim Hortons. Bring All Tim right. Hortons. All right. Can sure. I bring thing? Can I bring uh, drinks in? I couldn't do that at Ford Field, even if it was already shot. I had like a one really? of those like two ounce espresso shot uh, things in a can. And no, they're good with that. I brought a like a coffee or hot chocolate each game so far this season nice i love that you would bring hot chocolates to games that's <laughs> why we love it's 21 degrees up there so yeah. <laughs> it's necessary man it's necessary uh all right he is on uh twitter at t colfin or is there an underscore i always forget this i always think that i know it and then i become unsure of myself no it's just t colfin i think all right at t colfin yeah Go check out his uh, work at the Detroit News. He does an excellent job covering the Detroit Red Wings, which is not an easy thing to do on a regular basis these days. <laughs> you know, it's like what? Gotta get creative sometimes. You do you have to creative. get a little bit of creative. We and Ethan have had conversations. Uh, we had a conversation after the Tampa game. We're like, what are we going to do? Like, we can't just come on here and just, you know, get mad or do whatever like this entire season. Like, it just is not going to be kind of tough, too, if they keep losing two to one every night. 
Yeah, yeah, because it's like exactly a thriller last night by any stretch of the imagination. No, it was like uh, if the power play would have scored, it would have been a much different game. That's the end of the podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Like, and not to mention even Sunday the victory and that Friday night game in Tampa. I mean, they were competitive games, I guess, but not a whole lot of excitement, man. Not a whole lot. Well, we had the we had the Giovanni Smith, Gordy Howe hat trick on Sunday, so that was nice. And then we had the. That How usually, did he not know what a Gordy Howe hat trick was, though? I think he was messing around. Who asked that I don't question? I think so, man. Was I don't you? think so. I don't remember, but I don't think so. If I don't it, think he And And then that one, you know, that took us half the way, and then the whole Anthony Bantha being benched thing, or, or being benched thing, uh, took up the rest of the show. So that was nice. That was like, hey, we have a lot to talk about. But, uh Yeah. We just need some more excitement, more goals, a little more chaos, uh, maybe more defining plays. Like even the goals that they let up these days aren't that exciting. They're just like, oh, you didn't pick up that guy. And that's how they score goals in this league. So, you know, but all right, Ted, thank you so much, man. Enjoy the uh, games against Nashville. And we get, we'll get you back on here in about a month or so for your uh, monthly appointment. Nolan, I truly enjoy it every time. (laughs) Thank you. As do I. Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.